Hello, friends, and welcome back to Destructo Discourse. This is a Dragon Ball Z rewatch podcast. I'm your host, Tyler. Joining me for the discourse on this episode is Dave. Hello. Matt. What's up? Aaron. What's up? Jason. Hey. And we have a special guest. We have Ryan. Greetings. Welcome to the show, Ryan. Thank you very much, Tyler. Ryan has been activated. (laughs) A new (laughs) challenger. Yes, I've, oh. I've been lying dormant all this time, <laughs> waiting for the opportunity. Oh, so oh shit. What you do Spicy. is you go you go to the character select screen, and then you go Dave, Aaron, Jason, and then you scroll <laughs> all the way to the right, and then write one more, and then you'll have Ryan. Whoa. I'm a cheat code. <laughs> He's the one off the screen. You gotta hold, yeah, 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 you gotta yeah. hold down Excellent. the tactical overlay key. <laughs> I was so worried I'd be a palette swap of someone instead of some other fighter. <laughs> Evidently, you're a boss character. Excellent. Yeah, later in the DLC, they'll have they'll have like Dark Ryan, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you with like a with like a black T-shirt. Oh, most <laughs> of my T-shirts are black though. and red eyes. Uh, mm. uh, Ryan, how yes. would our listeners know about your contributions to this show previously? Uh, hello, other friends out there, and if if I might, a special shout out to one particular friend. Uh, hey, Blue Kobold, it's me, Mars. How's it going, buddy? Uh, I didn't tell you about this, so surprise! Surprise! (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you guys might have heard, if you've been listening to the show for a bit, uh, when these fine people played a funny little game called Punch Idiot Save the World. Yeah. That was me. I made that. You're welcome. (laughs) Yes. You are the original Punch Idiot. Yes, I, I I like to think that I am the master idiot, the punch father. Uh, yes, <laughs> uh, it was it was a lot of fun. It went through several iterations. It was many hours making that, but I knew I had to do it as soon as I heard you guys say on your show, like I wish there was some like, tabletop RPG out there, and you started talking about micro RPGs like lasers and feelings and such, and I went. <laughs> I could make one! <laughs> and lo, you did. Yes. I, you were Dragon Ball's required. I was stunned by how perfectly you executed <laughs> what was a joke that I made as an actual game <laughs> that we played and was really fun. It was I, really I incorporated good. your jokes into uh, the second version that I also uh, sent over to Tyler. Yes. Yeah, uh, the, we have received moments. patch notes. We have not used them yet, but we yes. will in the future. Oh, yes. Hell yeah. Uh, also, you may not know this. I don't know if Tyler told you the Japanese text on the page for Punch Idiots is not. Uh, it's not nonsense. It actually is Secret stuff messages. relevant <gasps> specifically to Destructo Discourse. So it would behoove <laughs> you to translate. Secret messages. <laughs> they are secret messages to you. Uh, so Ryan, yes. Why do you like Dragon Ball Z? Why do Tell I us. like Dragon Ball Z? I grew up, of course, uh, with the show. Watching on Toonami in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I was ye old yeah. 90s kid. 
and Toonami uh, kids. I have heard tales of such children. <laughs> they remember. <laughs> That's what I hear. <laughs> Those who remember. I was your typical like super nerdy nose in the books kid who could do no wrong straight A's in school <laughs> I was like super elitist though just just really <laughs> egotistical and all that it was important to me to maintain a certain reputation mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't going to watch a, a show about people fighting each other I wasn't going How to base. watch Barbaric. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, this is beneath me. <laughs> you wanted to be uh, Chi-Chi's good son. <laughs> yes, I, I, I was Gohan, and I'll get more on that later. Uh, so, watching the show was a guilty pleasure for me, because I did very much enjoy it, but I couldn't talk to anyone about it. And there was a time uh, when I was in middle school, I was being bullied. For the really only Aww. time in my life, I, like slammed into the lockers, the whole thing, like your classic, the old-fashioned style. Right? Yeah, the old, wow. old-school bully. The old bully it, in the school. It was trick. bad. It was bad. <laughs> and I am not a strong boy. <laughs> I am not a mighty man. I was unable to fight my own battles, so I learned to love. And by which I mean I, I dismantled my my problem by overhearing my two bullies talking in class one day about Dragon Ball Z mm. and they could not answer a question that had to do with the lore of the show they were unable <laughs> to oh, so as a hyper nerd with a secret <laughs> guilty pleasure of Dragon Ball Z I was there to answer the call and I turned my bullies into friends just Whoa. like Goku. It sounds like you lived through the first episode of Yu-Gi-Oh. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> that was a classic Yu-Gi-Oh moto. So, so that's my origin story with the Dragon Ball experience. <laughs> At that point, I, I, you know, was public about it, and we, mm-hmm. we would talk every day about Dragon Ball Z, and that's how I survived middle school. Fantastic! That oh my God, that's mm-hmm. so cool. Nice. Uh, do you remember where you started the show? Like, do you where recall what, I started? What, what part yeah. of the show you started? Like, what oh, was the first I, episode? I started when it started. Really? You caught it yeah. at the beginning? I caught or... it at the start. Nice. When it first <laughs> started airing on Toonami. Mm-hmm. I was there yeah. from episode one, baby. All the way through Majin Buu. <laughs> ah. Well, here's your veterans card. <laughs> yeah, for real. We, we, we can, you can turn that in for some discounts at various diners. I've, I've also watched all of Dragon Ball and all of GT. It's not good. And I have not watched anything of Super except what Tyler has shown me. Oh, I curated I... a bit for you a yes. couple weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> Tyler and I spent some quality time for uh, Dragon Ball movies and such. It was good. Yeah, we watched Broly a couple uh, weeks ago. It was amazing. God, it's so good. It's good water. <laughs> uh, who's your favorite character? My favorite character is Ooh. Gohan. Ah, weird. Is that why you picked these episodes? <laughs> hey, that's why I picked these episodes. <laughs> you asked if I'd be interested in guesting. I said yes. You asked what ones. I said anything with Gohan, please. <laughs> you helped me narrow it down, and here I am. Mm-hmm. Go- Gohan speaks very strongly to my soul. Um, I'm I'm not like a crazy super fan or something. I don't have like you know merchandise with Gohan on it or anything. You haven't gotten the tattoos. I haven't. <laughs> I've not gotten the tattoos. But Gohan is etched Yet. on my on my spirit. I would say. 
And uh, lastly, do you have a preference in soundtrack? Do I have a preference in soundtrack? Uh, Well, I grew up with watching Dragon Ball Z on Toonami, so I was used to whatever that soundtrack was, like Mm -hmm. the old (laughs) Rock the Dragon on the intro and all that. Sure. Yeah, I have not experienced the the show really in any uh, appreciable length for any other, like, um, recordings, dubs, subs, Mm -hmm. whatever. I did switch between the English and the Japanese for these episodes, but this was really the only time that I've been able to endure the Japanese voices (laughs) for very long. (laughs) And how do you feel about the GT rap? (laughs) GT has a rap? Oh, um no comment <laughs> i feel i feel like if you have nothing polite to say don't say anything at all <laughs> that's fair i respect that yeah. here. you plead the five star <laughs> you there really are gohan <laughs> <laughs> i try not... so hard just to be a good person <laughs> it's a struggle i know exactly what you mean <laughs> you're not a punker <laughs> yeah i don't want to be one of those hoodlums uh i also want to mention that i watched these episodes in preparation for this recording uh, with my with my partner, and mm-hmm. immediately before watching uh, Dragon Ball Z together, we were watching the Golden Girls. <laughs> All right, <laughs> which was an interesting an interesting taste combination from the Golden Girls to the Golden Boys. Which yeah, I that it. is the note that I wrote down and I wanted to bring to the table is oh, a shit, possible retitle. Of Dragon Ball Z would be the Golden Boys. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With a Z, of course. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yeah. Dave, if you don't want to put this on your fanfiction to do list, I'm <laughs> Golden Girls Z. I, I, I'm a failure. The Golden Girls find the Dragon Balls. Well, well that's like three different pitches. <laughs> oh, I was going to be like another Golden Girl crash lands from space. And, and the fifth oh Golden God. Girl. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You just follow, like, beat for beat the story of Dragon Ball Z, but use Golden Girls characters. It is it is still Raditz. He's just voiced by Betty White. Bring me 100 Golden Girls by tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, wait, no, uh, wait. Rose did have a sister, and she was kind of the worst. <laughs> I have not Shit. gotten that far. I'm only a few episodes in. <laughs> I'm so sorry. In Golden Girl Z, it's revealed that Rose actually came from space this whole time. Oh my this God. is what people come to this podcast for, is Golden Girl spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Would you all like to discuss another hit anime, Dragon Ball Z? I'm tempted. Uh, since we're here. Every week on this show, we cover three episodes of hit anime Dragon Ball Z. This week we are covering episodes 184, 185, and 186. Uh, most of us watch the Funimation dub. This week we're going to dip into the Japanese very specifically. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to that. Uh, the English title for episode 184 is Cell's Junior Attack. I knew it. I knew you would. I knew you would. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You're right. The Japanese title roughly translates to The Tragic Number 16 an enraged Super Gohan begins taking action. 
So the episode begins with the Cells Jr. attacking the Z Warriors, and they are little fucking nightmares. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I notice a little extra terror in Yamcha's face because I'm too. I, I'm thinking he was getting some flashbacks. It's oh, yeah. Cybermen all over again. Yeah. Except these guys are worse. They're just Looney Tunes and Gremlins. <laughs> oh my ones. god! Yeah. Oh, that's why I love them. <laughs> Oh, you're a monster. <laughs> Had to get rid of that. Oh, God, you just... Uh, God, speaking of Yu-Gi-Oh, they absolutely feel like something that would come out of the Toon World card. Okay. Oh, they Thank do. you, Dave, because what I did... I I did a little vocal editing of my notes there, because my notes does say, I hate these Toon World-ass grimaces. <laughs> <laughs> I need to point something out about the uh, Cells Junior, I think. Mm-hmm. Please. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. When when Cell sicks them on his victims, uh, he has a specific line that, that he says mm-hmm. in doing so, uh, which is, and I quote, Now my children, give them pain. <laughs> like give it's a pain. gift. Uh-huh. Like he's brought them a fun gift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, doesn't he also say, if it makes you happy? Kill them if it, it makes you happy. so bad. Cell is a beacon of positivity. He's bringing joy to the world the only way he knows how. (laughs) I have a question for those of you watching on Funimation now. uh, Because with the English track, it is still the Japanese music. Yeah. For you guys. Uh, Did the music jump out at you at all for the Cell Juniors? Forgive me, the Cells Mm -hmm. Junior. They have no notes about music. I was so upset. There's a lot of good music in these episodes, but not that I was thinking of specifically. The Faulkner version for the Cells Jr. is a particularly discordant violin song, and it Mm. really makes them even creepier. Mm. (laughs) Oh, great. No, Love for it. Japanese, for for Funimation soundtrack, it was just like generic combat. Da 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 da. You know, gotcha. People are punching. It's really yeah. bad. Yeah. Uh, so Cell is uh, admiring his children's work mm-hmm. as they set to it, and Jimmy and his friends. Uh, <laughs> they are at a total loss for what is even happening anymore. Satan is fucking awestruck. <laughs> Piroshki's eyes are so big. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're so big. I, I and that that was where I wrote me too, Peroshki. <laughs> also, I have I have something very important to to share about the Cells Junior. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if yeah. anyone else picked up on this. Um, mm-hmm. It does get to all of them first because I don't think it gets the opportunity. But the subtitles identify yes. many of yes. them specifically. The the one fighting Vegeta uh, is no, is Cell Junior number one. The one fighting Krillin is Cell Junior number two. The one fighting Trunks is number three. Uh, the one fighting Goku is number seven. I think those are the only specifics we get that are like identifiable. It left me wondering how can they tell. Thank you. Yeah, yes. I do appreciate it. <laughs> Knowing that bizarre. Vegeta was fighting, it's like, well, I was I was holding my own against Cell Junior Number One. <laughs> yeah, of course he would send his firstborn after me. I am the greatest threat. Yeah, absolutely. That gives a little bit of credence to a theory I have about the Cell, Cells Junior, mm-hmm. which is I think he gave them just enough, like specific amount of strength to fight a specific person because uh, everyone's everyone's just like just barely losing their fights until Piccolo right. kind of gets a one up on his and is easily able to take out 
Tien's and Yang's. Right. <laughs> you were saying that Cell didn't just spawn these. He did a whole character creation. Yes. Like, <laughs> I mean, consider, he, he like, spec their skill points for different con- trees. Consider how we have repeatedly referred to his own creation. He did for them the way his computer mother did for him. <laughs> I also made a note that these Cells Jr. don't have any yucky yucky tales and I was filled with a horrible feeling of like what if they made their own cells junior <laughs> oh, and God. then those cells junior made like a matryoshka no. of wrong <laughs> no I'm not okay with it they would get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller no, no. until they can go inside you no. oh no Literal and then cells. they really are just cells Yay. <laughs> we got there <laughs> I hate it <laughs> good body hoarder. So back to Jimmy and and Hercule and all. Uh-huh. He Hercule starts talking about his stomach a lot. Mm-hmm. No. He's the only man in the world who can deal with gastric distress. A stomach <laughs> pain like this would have killed a normal man. Well, he's been having this problem. It's the only reason why he isn't in there saving the day. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and Jimmy, the bad friend that he is, hey, quit 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 chewing on the table. Oh no no. Yeah, Jimmy is not believing and occasionally questioning this stomach stomach ache. So of course, Mister Satan, you know, really takes a stand for you know the the invisible maladies that can affect people just because you're not <laughs> screaming and whining all the time doesn't mean it's not still threatening your life. I admire that. <laughs> yes, I, I think he's really perhaps accidentally speaking on behalf of invisible illnesses and disabilities and such and that's a really good thing to see I feel like that happens kind of often on <laughs> even though he is Dragon full Ball of shit <laughs> yes he is lying but for a good thing listen is that forgivable listen I've been saying this a lot lately there's no such thing as text only <laughs> 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 interpretations of stupid bullshit things that Mr. Satan says <laughs> uh, we get a creepy shot of 16 severed dead head. It's just yeah, a close-up of this dead head. While these <laughs> idiots. He really is. I made a note of that. A slow zoom on 16's head, and the expression on his face is just like, really? Yeah. <laughs> really? We're doing this? Their nonsense is a is a disgrace to his dignity. Yeah, he looks <laughs> disappointed. This is who I was protecting. Yeah. I defied my programming for this. He's not mad, he's just disappointed. <laughs> right. Though to be fair, his um like these guys are idiots, yeah, but one of his brothers in Androidum was seventeen, who just wanted to drive fast cars. Like that's what he <laughs> wanted to do with his freedom. So mm-hmm. That's what cool teens do. Yeah. So you're saying he's di- he's disappointed in these people because they're dumb grown-ups and mm-hmm. not cool teens? They're they squares. are not rad. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That is their failing. And Mr. Satan is a square who thinks he's cool, which is even worse. Exactly. That's the worst kind of square. <laughs> I, I understand. One of the Cells Jr., the one fighting Goku, does the old miniature bug in the ground trick. I wrote this down too. <laughs> and uh, as Matt mentioned, none of the Z fighters, including Goku, can stand up to these little shits. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Piccolo is calling out maneuvers to everybody and actually engaging in some fucking teamwork. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Amazing. It is and a it, sight to behold in this show. He, yeah. This this may be the only time that you ever hear Piccolo say, hey, Yamcha and Tien, protect <laughs> I mean, Goku. This is, this is how low the Z-Fighters have been brought. 
Their straits are so dire that they have been forced yeah. to resort to disgusting, cowardly tactics, like teamwork. <laughs> Piccolo said Yamcha duck, and then Yamcha ducked, and I clapped. <laughs> <laughs> like Mrs. Weasley taking out Bellatrix. He can learn. They did it. <laughs> All that time with King Kai. <laughs> Yamcha and Tien each catch an arm of a gremlin, and then they perform a double drop kick. I thought they were going to wishbone him. It's real oh, good. Yeah. And then, and then Tien and Yamcha bail out Goku, and Tien says, No problem, Goku. We're a team. We're a the team, first time yes. That statement has ever been true or relevant. <laughs> I have that noted with just an eight A's. Ah, afterward. Like, can you imagine how fucking high him and him and Yamcha must be right now on this on this experience? <laughs> the fight does not continue to go their way, though, and they do start to drop one after the other. And one of the cells junior is just counting how many times it kicks Krillin in the side. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It gets up to 20 before we cut away. Krillin <laughs> oh, gets oh, closer Krillin. to death, and Gohan's tr- true power responds to the impending <laughs> ritual sacrifice. Their damage does do some serious violence. Like, their punches feel really sharp mm-hmm. and yes. um, really visceral in a way that punches haven't mm-hmm. felt for a while. Yeah, um, Maybe it's because they got teeny tiny little baby fists. <laughs> um, but like that bit when they broke Yamcha's arm, I felt that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Goku is lying on the ground and apologizes to everyone. He didn't think it would end up this way. That doesn't Uh. count as an apology. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, how can you possibly predict this? (laughs) Guys, I'm sorry. I I fucked up and so bad. I did did such a bad. (laughs) I just didn't think... I thought I was doing a good, but instead... That the consequences would be this. Didn't think he could shit out littler versions of himself. (laughs) Which, you know... This is fucking wild. Yeah, you know, fair enough. Few entities do that. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't see Frieza do this. Raditz didn't do it. Vegeta and Nappa didn't do it. Your wife did it. (laughs) 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 Okay, but that didn't immediately try to kill him. (laughs) Uh, Gohan is uh, in his own head watching as everything unfolds. I think I just have the tail end of it. Uh, If you're so sure I have this power, then tell me how to bring it out. I want to help. I want to save you, Dad, but I don't know how. I'm too afraid to do this alone. Why did you do this, Dad? Why did you count on me this much? The shot is really nice because it looks like he's back in the hyperbolic time chamber. Because it's just him in a big empty white space. Uh, my next quote that I wrote down is, Today's been weird. <laughs> Today's been... I took the screenshot of that so I can save it forever. I loved it. Today's been weird. Yeah, it's I think so it sums funny. up every episode. <laughs> even, even like, it's even funnier given the context of Hell Satan. <laughs> like, the weird life he already has. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is still weirder than everything we've get thrown at him. <laughs> Vegeta lets fly another final flash. This one considerably less flashy and less time to charge. Less final. Much so glad I was here on an episode that has final flash. It's just so cool. It's so cool. There's so many signature moves used in this set of episodes. He definitely did stick his butt out to give it a little extra. Oh, of course he did. He's Vegeta. He has to flaunt it. What the fuck is it that happens exactly? I don't know. I will never know. The Cell Junior catches it and makes it a lava lamp. 
that he sure. can phase through, I guess? Yeah. Why not? The, sure. This inspired... We're just making it up. This inspired a very upsetting question for me. Is the mm-hmm. final flash Vegeta's Destructo Disc? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, yes, no. Yes, it is. Ouch. <laughs> oh, no, you're right. It's such a cool move. And it's never mm. finished anybody off. I love before the gremlin, the Cell Jr., does that. When Vegeta yells that he'll spend no more time playing around with petty creatures like you, understand? <laughs> and the gremlin, like, this is before this meme appeared on the internet, but it just does the troll face. <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> He's so happy. He's a he happy soul baby. He bugs bunnies that beam like it ain't nothing. <laughs> yeah, this is what happens here is literal Toon World shit. <laughs> like, it's too but then the the shot that comes after is really neat and like serious and dramatic because yeah. that final flash gets redirected and we cut to gohan and not gohan goku in the foreground still in his like <gasps> yeah face down struggling to get up position and he and just gets... can't even pay attention to that huge blast behind him and it backlights him like he gets that rim light it's <laughs> really cool uh lionel Wants them all to leave. Lionel is a good cameraman. And and Jimmy <laughs> is finally ready to call it quits too. They're gonna die if they stay here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hercule, his his crew also want to leave, but Hercule, the man himself, the hero, he says that a true champion never runs from danger. However, just, just gotta go to the hospital I first. I do have to go to the hospital. <laughs> I need to get some Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> quick, quick little jot to the nearby hospital. He's get dealing, his stomach fixed. He needs to find butt medicine from the future to heal, <laughs> his, to heal his his fatal stomach. My virus. radical new virus. It would kill like any normal man. <laughs> he promises that he'll come back and win, though. Yeah, definitely. Before he leaves, a faint voice asks him to wait. Oil can. Oh, 16 Yeah, he looks to everybody And they're all like, I didn't say it And then he looks down It's our boy 16's head is asking him for help It's not dead (laughs) And everybody, understandably, freaks out (laughs) Yeah Their reactions are understandable (laughs) This is expected If it was anything else, I would have been concerned Mm Mm-hmm he wants Hercule to take him back to the center of the fight, and he says that it is for the good of the Earth. At this point, um, <laughs> 16 I mean, reads the room. Oh my gosh. His smirk is so wholesome. It is he the knows. most wholesome smirk mm-hmm. in this it's, whole show. You can't do anything without yeah. it being wholesome. He knows exactly which buttons to press. Uh, Jimmy says fuck you to this head. <laughs> <laughs> We're not helping you. You're a monster. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy. Satan is the hero of mankind, not monsters like you and Cell. Mm-hmm. But 16, still just talking to Hercule, says, help me, champion. You're my only hope. My ch- help champion. Uh, I thought you were supposed to be a hero. <laughs> there's there's a line coming up in- immediately that I have to, that I have to give some spotlight to is it hercules it is hercules yes i also (laughs) wrote it down he eventually acquiesces he 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 kind of you know does like a huffy face and he's like i'll do it 
then <laughs> Jimmy is like, no, you'll die. And he's like, shut up. He says, uh, <laughs> he, he says, all these nobodies out there, and even now a kid is fighting Cell. Yeah. It would be shameful for a world champion to run away. Hercule is exemplifying courage. Mr. Satan has this standards. This is his true colors. He's I think he really is a true hero. He yeah. really is. Just in a very weird way. He He's often portrayed cartoonishly, like, mm -hmm. as a great fool. But I, I think that maybe somewhere deep down, there there is this part of him that truly wants to be a hero. Yeah, like absolutely. Like a real hero. And courage is not a lack of fear, but acting in the face of it. Acting in yes. the face yeah. of it, yes. He's afraid, but he does it anyway. Hercule picks up the head and he runs directly into the danger zone. Boom. When he runs out, Jimmy, as he, as he is running out, Jimmy yells, Please don't go! And I I swear, was I the only one who was expecting him to say, I love you! After that. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, but I love it. Oh. Oh. I'm here for that. I'm definitely here for that. There goes my hero. <laughs> my when Hercule hero. is running, the animation is like a bombardment. Mm -hmm. It's so like he, good. He's running and dodging beams as they're exploding around him. Yeah. Yeah. It really exemplifies how normal this man is. Yeah. It is nothing yep. less than a miracle that he actually survived that. Mm -hmm. To piggyback off of uh, Dave's comparison that these guys are basically like Lovecraftian like mm -hmm. horrors compared to, to, no, to them. No, Tyler said that. This... Oh, okay. Well, this is, this is like... Hercule just running into the gaping maw of a giant tentacle monster. <laughs> yeah, because it needed to be done, damn it. Uh-huh, yeah. Cell gives the order for the Cells Jr. to kill everybody. Apparently all the Cells Jr. collectively were just getting warmed up. Yeah, the they only, were just having some the fun. the implication anyway. Yeah, Krillin's gremlin was not hurting him anymore. This gremlin. Cell, Cell Jr. was just playing with his boot. Yamcha's <laughs> Cell Jr. is singing a little ditty. <laughs> Gohan still can't muster his hidden power. He's trying. We can see him like flickering. He's but getting there. He, he can't the get it out. Yeah. And now everybody is dying. Uh, Hercule chucks 16's head over to where Gohan and Cell are. And it just rolls to a stop in front of Gohan. Hi. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> you might be wondering how I got here. <laughs> uh, and we have a speech. Another speech. Yeah. Another good one. Gohan, let it go. It is not a sin to fight for the right cause. There are those who words alone will not reach. Cell is such a being. I know how you feel, Gohan. You are gentle. You do not like to hurt. I know because I too have learned these feelings. But it is because you cherish life that you must protect it. Please, drop your restraints. Protect the life I loved. You have the strength. My scanners sensed it. Just let it go. I'm not crying. I'm not crying. crying. You're crying. I'm not crying. You're crying. It is because you cherish life <laughs> that you must protect it. I love that because it, it it combines his gentleness and and kind of like actuates it in a way. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it it also combines mm. perspectives where like 
you yeah. know, he's saying something profoundly personal and emotional, but backing it up with something very, like, tangible and scientific. You know, do right. this because I know for sure that you can do it, etc. Et well, it's not else. just do this, I know you can do it. It's, like, I see you. Yeah. I feel your pain. Because Gohan is old enough now. He's old enough now that just, ah, fuck him up, Gohan. He's not just <laughs> yeah, going to throw yeah. a temper tantrum like when he was six and fighting Frieza. He, right, right. Like, he's old enough to get in his own way and get mm -hmm. in his own head. And it's so powerful. Like, I work with kids. Yes. It's so powerful, especially at that age, to have someone who sees you and who validates the parts of yourself that aren't valued by the people around you. Yeah. Like, I, before I watched the episodes, I had a, like, a flash of memory to episode fucking one of Dragon Ball Z when <laughs> Gohan flirted mm -hmm. with a bird and fell in a river. Do y'all uh -huh. remember that? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I do. And I have it written down on my notes. Like, that's not something Goku would do. Probably not something Chi-Chi would do. Like, and so it's so powerful to have somebody... Somebody who loves birds the same way. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think one way that you can look at it is that, uh, you know, Gohan has been has spent so much time training under the tutelage of, of his his superiors, the, the other Z fighters, uh, and Piccolo, Goku, everybody. He's had these moments where he's been... There's been a lot expected from him yeah. by these mentor figures. But but sixteen here is not really making demands of expectations on him. He's simply supporting Gohan in his moment of need. When Gohan feels lost, sixteen is there. Everyone is always looking down to Gohan, and I mean that both figuratively and literally right. because he's a tiny boy, and they are all much bigger people. And they're right up, they're up on a cliff right now. And, so they're and right now they're very high up him. and looking down on, on him. <laughs> 16 is a head on the ground <laughs> and is literally and figuratively looking up to Gohan. You are so fucking right, and yeah. this is the shit I live for. I'm so glad you're here. Like it, I don't know if it was intended, but it works so well. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, several episodes, I kind of hinted at this, like, yeah. I was confused why 16, Exists. why Toriyama made 16 so, <laughs> like, the pacifist of the group when it's 100% mm -hmm. not needed. He's 100% a mirror of Gohan. He is mm -hmm. android Gohan. <laughs> <laughs> did anyone else move to the Japanese for the speech just to see the difference? I did. I did, and I, I like the English better. I did as well, but I thought it was interesting the Japanese got a little more specific Android 16 in English says, protect the life that I love. But oh, in yeah. the Japanese, he says, protect nature. Hmm. The Japanese, it, and maybe it's different, like, if you actually speak Japanese, maybe this is a, a product of the translation to the subtitles, but it, mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. felt like another mm -hmm. demand. Like, oh, great, here's another fucking thing to worry about. In addition <laughs> to my friends dying, I gotta worry about the deer. <laughs> <laughs> it's just more pressure. Which that he don't even do live anyway. in this wasteland, but yeah, I guess Cell could get to them eventually. <laughs> mm -hmm. I keep getting, like, the English and the Japanese mixed up in my head, like, who says what when, because I've watched both versions of this end sequence so many times mm -hmm. <laughs> but I, I think Cell says something to the effect of like I'm gonna do this my way as he walks yeah. over to 16 mm -hmm. I don't remember what yeah, version like, that he is he says like cute speech but yeah. I'm gonna do this my way yeah 
Uh, I believe he says that in both by. versions. The Eng- he says I'm gonna do this my way in both versions. The English, um, I really liked his response. Uh, just after 16, it's because you cherish life that you must protect it. <laughs> his um, uh, yeah. I know, yeah. it's like... <laughs> Oh my god, that's the epitome of this villain. Um, yeah. You yeah, gross down. emotional cooties. The <laughs> sentimental downpour is killing me. Um, and the Japanese sort of just cut straight to what uh, he says next in the English, which is just, hey, thanks for helping. I'm gonna do this my way. As 16 finishes his speech, Cell crushes his head under his foot <sighs> in an explosion of parts and blood. Oh. Oil. I hate mm-hmm. that I've watched that several times. <laughs> and 16's final microchip sputters and dies. It's so sad. This the bro- little light on oh. the on the microchip just like slowly beeping out is such yeah, such a good touch. This is yeah, this is really powerful. Uh, and in, in the Japanese, Japanese version, as soon as that light goes out, the music kicks in. Welcome yes. to a music video. <laughs> in Japanese, <laughs> Uh, Cell says, "Nobody asked you, you factory defect." I do, I do like that line. Oh yeah. In English, he says to Gohan, "Yet another fighter you could have saved." I think that one hits harder, personally. They both they hit equally hard to me. Yeah. Because I, the one yeah. is like, "Hey, this here's another death that's your fault," and the other is like, "Hey, you suck." Um, yeah. <laughs> and they both they both kind of contain the other in an unspoken way. You know, mm-hmm. the, the one implies the other, um, mm-hmm. which yeah, is... Yeah, because once again, 16 is a mirror. It's both, mm-hmm. hey, Gohan, here's a death that's your fault, and this life is doesn't matter at all, which is in direct opposition to what 16 was just saying, and right. what, as it seems so far, and from what I understand from, like, what I've heard you guys talking about with spoiler, Gohan's arc mm-hmm. seems to be, which is that, like, life matters no matter how big your muscles are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter your muscles <laughs> it, it's in that moment that Cell really like epitomizes just how much he is the antithesis of 16 and Gohan mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Like, he is he is snuffing out that life just because he can just because he's pointlessly <laughs> cruel yes this mm-hmm. is absolutely something that I want to talk about when we get to the end of the episode great he's it's, got a um, plan and he doesn't need 16 to do it it's it's interesting because we've talked about how all of the Dragon Ball Z villains are, you know, kind of counterpoints to Goku in different ways. Mm-hmm. And now in this moment, we have a villain who is a counterpoint to Goku, but who also transitions into being a pow- counterpoint to Gohan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. While also gaining a lot of traits of Goku. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, which like which, that's makes him an words. even better mirror for Goku. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, it's not so much Shadow Goku as, hey, it's just Goku, and here are the bad things about you. Gohan is paralyzed in place. Yes. There is an overlay of a bird. There's the as, bird. As the music begins. Mm-hmm. Uh, in English, Gohan talks a lot. Yeah, he, he monologues. Gets a, he gets a monologue. It's an internal monologue. And he's not gonna watch this anymore! <laughs> That's it's the part of the monologue that I will give merit to the dub. And I'm not oh, yeah. going to take it anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, like the sub is completely silent until the, yeah. until the burst of rage. But I will say Gohan saying I won't watch this anymore is oh, still yeah. very good. 
I, it is good. It, excuse me, I'm trying to talk. Um, <laughs> it's good, but I... This is such a powerful emotional moment, and there's so much going on here that I I agree with, with Tao that I think, even though it is a good monologue, it I think it takes away from something mm-hmm. when you take away that the unspoken um, mm-hmm. vagueness of the moment because what, there are so many different ways to interpret that bird and what it means and what Gohan is experiencing right now. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I accidentally ow! <laughs> he just clawed at my foot. I put my foot on the thing he was chewing on. I'll be done talking in a sec. Um, <laughs> I accidentally skipped over a page in my notes, so I just used that note to, like, do a quick, like, journal word association to figure out, okay, what is this and how is it different from Super Saiyan... Is this Super Saiyan 2 now? This is Super Saiyan 2. Oh, damn. Super Saiyan Saiyan I thought for sure Officially. Goku was going to be the first Officially. one to do it, but no one did nope. it. Wait. It's so cool. Wait, wait, wait. Ah! Wait, okay. this is Super okay. Saiyan 2? This yeah. is Super Saiyan 2. Saiyan 2. Uh, so, that's, this is why I wanted to be so here today. Goku and <laughs> Gohan so cool. didn't get Super Saiyan 2 like 20 episodes ago? Nope. No. Nope. What did they get? No, they were Those... power stressed. Those pow- yeah, those versions, the embeefened, whatever, they all kind of, like, fall under Super a weird Saiyan gradient stank. between 1 and 2. It's like Super Saiyan Plus. Yeah, mm-hmm. Super Saiyan okay. 1.5. I thought I thought when they were talking about Ascended Saiyan, that was what Super Saiyan 2 was. They were, they were uh, iPhone 8, and then they went <laughs> iPhone <laughs> X, I, I, XP, and this is the iPhone X. I feel like, true to form, Vegeta claims that he has reached the next level before he actually did. <laughs> That's, that fair. Is, That's fair. That is very fair. fair. To sum up my feelings on this uh, briefly, the Japanese shows the English tells. Yeah. yeah. It's, yes. it's, it's yes. A, a thing that I, 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 I don't think it's that big a deal like but i do think the Jap- the japanese is better but it's okay. a thing I think that it's is richer it, yeah and it's a thing that i see that bugs me a lot in in modern media where it's like it seems like the the emotional context of a moment is or should be self-evident but for mm-hmm. some reason the filmmakers see fit to insert like a really overdramatic score at that moment right or yeah, it's like, or it's, it's like, unnecessary. the other thing it makes me think of is um, how after the Red Wedding episode of Game of Thrones, there is no music over the credits. The only time in the entire series. It's completely <laughs> silent. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's cool. Same kind of impact. It's it's worth mentioning also Funimation was aiming this towards like 12 year old boys. Yeah. So, of course, the emotional impact. <laughs> Like you gotta words. spell it out. I mean, the, it is the... valuable to give kids words for big feelings. The visuals of him snapping are very elegant, I think. Oh, because it's literally they're just they're a snap. Frames. It's a snap yeah. across the screen, just like you a can, light you could... behind him. That I just... love that they gave you that opportunity to pinpoint the exact moment. It's, uh... <laughs> it's this sharp line that goes across the screen, and then it fills the screen, and it's just like this boiling red color. Mm-hmm. But it's also what I found different. so interesting about it was that he snaps in like a moment of somehow perfect calm. Like he, he's not screaming, enraged. He's he's just silent. You're enraged. right. Yeah, that, that's it's very different from all the other fuck 'em up Gohan moments. Um, from my like quick word association journal thing, I, I went back to look at 
Goku's first uh, Super Saiyan 1 transformation. Um, mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. original Super Saiyan, it feels outside in. Mm -hmm. Like Goku says, it, it responds to a need, not a desire. Yeah, um, right. There's a death of the self in it and sort of a, a tensing up in reaction to great pain. Um, yes. And Super Saiyan 2, it feels more inward directed. Like not so much inside out as inside in. It feels like you're reclaiming the self that you set aside to deal hmm. with whatever made you go into Super Saiyan 1. Ah. Um, like, of course, because of I love it. 16, uh, I had to think of Frozen. Um, and <laughs> yes. it's, that's completely different from yeah. this in most of the ways. Except for that in both cases, when... I do love Frozen. I'm just, unironically, <laughs> I like it a lot. Um, I do too. It's a good movie. Yay! Good! Okay. It's a good message. Yeah! Love I feel like feel people heart. that don't like it don't like the marketing. Well, yeah. That's fair. I yeah. I, I, have, like I, I did not like it, but I have not seen it in a very long time. And so, and even then, like, I didn't even not like it. I just, like, had no particular reaction to it. I just mean the people who are tired of it, like the people who groan whenever it comes up. Yeah, like that, that really has nothing of, to do with the actual movie itself. Right. Because of all of the commercials of Olaf. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> Olaf, I do like Olaf a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because he's Soren Kierkegaard. Um, Where's and... my Olaf Oolong spinoff? <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. That. Oh, no. I can't. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> The thing that they have in common is um, that both Elsa and Gohan have been treating their power as something separate from themselves, um, yes. something to be afraid of, or something that to be ashamed of. To be ashamed of, exactly, and and also something that had previously really only come out as sort of an emotional reaction. Um, mm -hmm. And and they they both have like some control over it, but also not a lot. Yep. Um, and in the Let It Go song and in this moment, um, they both sort of, uh, what's the word, heal that divide in the self where that's, they're not treating their power as something to control and separate. They, they build a bridge to it. Yeah, yeah. well, it's, it's not even something separate to embrace. build a bridge to. They, they unify the divide within the self. Um, they no longer identify it as an other. Right. <laughs> it's, they accept it as their self. Exactly, exactly. So like, yeah, Super Saiyan 1 feels like it's, you're you're putting your, it's selfless in a neutral or negative way, putting aside yeah. yourself to deal with the situation, and Super Saiyan 2 is reunifying it. Reunifying, and, and almost sort of a radical acceptance. Super Saiyan 1 is like screaming, no, this can't be <laughs> happening! Whereas this feels like saying, this is what's happening. Here is this, and here is me, and now I will act. I do I do want to say one thing first, which is that mm -hmm. I don't think that anything you're saying is untrue. I, I buy all of it 100%. I mm -hmm. also think that it is definitely that that kind of speculation that, like, you have absolutely no way of knowing that any of this, is, if any of this is what the author was thinking... Sure. And therefore, you oh, and therefore, oh, if, yeah. if it's gonna be like borne out going forward, like there's no way to know or be sure of that. Oh, absolutely um, not. But like, this this is art; it's story; it's <laughs> to be interpreted. And these are the things that resonated with me, like yeah. on a personal level. And, and, so, but but that yeah. said, like what you're saying makes it very appropriate that it was Gohan that did this first. 
mm-hmm. um, because you know what you're describing as the virtue of of Super Saiyan and the you know the when what is exceptional about the original Super Saiyan, you know that is Goku's virtue. You know the power to commit utterly and just <laughs> you know remove your your set your own self and your own survival from the equation completely. And it's just about you know doing the thing that you have to do at the expense of literally everything else. This is a, this is a different thing than that. Mm-hmm. I, I completely see what you're saying. And and if it does turn out to be just totally reading into it, like putting things into it that aren't there, it, it's because I want this to be more than just oh he made his number bigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, I or, mean, I to think quote that... Vegeta and Trunks next episode. He increased his speed as well as power. Right. Well, I think that, <laughs> he did it. I, I think that it being staked on a moment, an emotional moment this significant, just completely mm-hmm. does away with any idea that that was all it was ever about. Mm-hmm. Like it's very clearly not the only thing Toriyama cares about. There's a callback I want to bring up here. Yes. Um. So the smoke clears, the dust clears, right? I I, I have something oh. before that. And oh, Ryan please. also so had a thing to talk about. I there... did. We have so many things. <laughs> so yeah. many things. Everyone. I mean, it's an important moment to have things. The episode. Yeah. This is going to be the majority of the episode, I think. Uh, that <laughs> oh, that yeah. seems fine to me. So as he is rearing back and screaming after he finally snaps, there's another great aspect of the Japanese audio that is not in the English and is not part of the song. As he is screaming, you can also hear the great ape screaming behind him. <gasps> oh, fuck! Huh. I, d- I watched and I didn't notice that. I didn't notice is, that either. It is fantastic. I oh, watched both funny. several times. Wow. Uh-huh. And that's interesting was it, was that it's it subtle voice. Yeah, you, it, you can hear it behind his voice. Oh. Is that in when Goku goes Super Saiyan for the first time? I would also? have to check again. I'm, I would be really. Curious. I only know for sure that it's this one. I feel like you mentioned that last time. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, it I may have been. Time. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Very interesting. Ryan, go ahead. Hi. Yes. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying this this uh, conference uh, on specifically <laughs> the transformation of Gohan. The last uh, like ten minutes of the episode. <laughs> I look. This is this is in my opinion one of the more iconic moments in the entire series. Absolutely. I was going to say, like, towards the end of the recording... This is one of the biggest things. If I were to free associate, like, if somebody says Dragon Ball Z, Gohan with tears in his eyes and the big hair is one of the moments that I I will call to mind. Mm -hmm. That that image, it gives me chills. It gave me chills to see it again. The glowing tears. Years later. Oh my gosh, it sat with me for so long. Like, Gohan speaks to me on, on such a, a deep level. Mm-hmm. I, in, anyway, I, I think um, following up on something that uh, Aaron uh, mentioned about, about acceptance, uh, can we agree that words matter? <laughs> we can. I, I agree. I, I would like to believe Great. they do, certainly. I, I, I love words, and I love Bold paying attention to, say to on words our podcast. And, and choosing. I, I, I think we all, we all have an interest in words, yes. <laughs> um, so... There are different words used by different characters um, mm-hmm. in relation to this moment coming up, like when it finally happens. Mm-hmm. 16 was telling Gohan to let it go, right? Yep. Earlier, uh, Cell was trying to you know, basically bait this into happening, but the 
phrasing that he was using was more like, give in to your rage. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He was telling Gohan to surrender to something else, to something other, something greater, (laughs) something Mm -hmm. deeper. Mm -hmm. Whereas 16 was telling him, like, he was using phrasing to accept it, to make it part of him. And I think there's a powerful difference there that's just one more layer of how separate and alien that those two those two philosophies are this is like this is the crossroads for gohan mm-hmm. this was representing like there's two paths in front of him here he can become a great destroyer or a great protector yeah there <laughs> and is, it only mattered which one of them he listened to there is surrendering to your shadow and there is making yeah. peace with your shadow Yes, yes. From like from uh is anyone read Tales from Earthsea? <laughs> I have. Well, yes? well I read the first Oh my one. gosh. Yes, the, the the moment where um oh gosh, uh spoil spoil I won't talk about spoilers, but there there is something in that in that story in, in one of the books where it's, it's literally that about yeah. do you overcome your shadow mm-hmm. or do you embrace your shadow? Yes. Only by naming the shadow of his death did okay, anyway. <laughs> I haven't read that, but this is all very union, and I'm here for it. Yeah, that's what I was saying. a very good message. So, Jason, what were you going to say? Alright, it's time for my book report. <laughs> so, the smoke clears, we see Gohan Super Saiyan 2, his hair is like fully like spiked up back, except for like that one <sighs> bang in the front. I mean, that's the iconic <laughs> The cool bang. He's <laughs> looking at us, he's looking at us with these tears in his eyes that are kind of like tears floating off of him, right? Mm-hmm. And it made me think of another episode. Mm. Oh. I want to take you back. <laughs> I want to take. I want to take back you back to. to epi- yeah, I want to take <laughs> you back to episode nine. Nine. <laughs> episode nine is a is an episode that I don't remember, but I was acquainted with it on this watch for Destructive Discourse. Tyler, you're not as much of a fan of it, but I found myself very attached to it. It is called the Strangest Robot. <laughs> oh, I thought of it, oh and God. I didn't go it back is, and look at it. It is the Mr. Robot filler in which Tiny Adventure Gohan, when when he first was on his own in the wilderness, gets trapped in some ruins, makes friends with a robot, um, TLDR. Oh, wow. The robot sacrifices himself to save Gohan from these crumbling ruins, and Gohan cradles his broken robot body as, he, as the lights flicker off, and I went back to that moment and took... Mr. Robot's parting words, he says, Remember what I told you, Gohan. You have to learn to take care of yourself. Be strong. (laughs) And as Gohan is walking away, tears also in his eyes. Mm -hmm. As he's he's walking away in the morning sun, he says, I don't know if I can make it out here, but I will try. (laughs) And that's the moment I'm getting from from God. this with the smoke clearing is Jason you actually gave me goosebumps right <laughs> Gohan oh is looking God. at Cell Freaking and he is saying he is saying I will try <laughs> I still have a lot to say about the episode but I do want to say the outro which is my last note oh yes yes uh, I went back to the English for the outro because I like the English outro better than the Japanese mm-hmm mm. Mostly because it's it's my headcanon that it's just Gohan talking, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which just amplifies it. But the English narrator uh, says, It is a secret we have known before Gohan could form words in his mouth. Hell yeah. Through fights with Raditz, Garlic Jr., the Ginyu Force, and even Frieza, we've caught glimpses of the child's explosive power. But like an explosion, it always vanished with the moment. It couldn't be controlled. Until now. 
At last, the beastly power has been harnessed. Gohan has awoken. Now Cell will battle a warrior 11 years in the making on the next Dragon Ball Z. Hell yeah. You almost had it, Tyler. Because I also wrote that down. He didn't say now Gohan has awoken. He said now the sleeper has awoken. Oh, oh God. Yes. Which, that I mean, that's a Dune reference, right? I think so. <laughs> it could be. It could be. They say that line a lot in the movie. Yeah. That's all I can tell you. I wrote this down because it is important to my takeaway of this transformation. Yeah. Uh, the line, we've caught glimpses of the child's explosive power, but like an explosion, it always vanished with the moment. It couldn't be controlled until now. I would like to ask you all if you think Goku's plan worked. Goku's plan. Well. I can start by <laughs> giving giving my take on it also. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll just say up front that the proof is in the Super Saiyan pudding. <laughs> I would say no. So we've so, got two sides to this coin. Oh, oh, oh. Um, yeah, I want to hear what you both have to say. Destructive discourse. I <laughs> we we've been doing a lot of like reading into things. That's what the podcast does. That's what this is for. And I don't know, obviously, whether or not this is intentional or if it is shoddy writing or if it's just like it just worked out this way and it's it's good. But I feel like with the transformations up until this point, like Goku's first Super Saiyan transformation and Gohan's first, like, or Gohan's Super Saiyan 2 transformation, that the writing subverts itself and what it's been telling us. Like, with Super Saiyan 1, the whole Namek arc was about, like, Goku's gonna do it because he's been working so hard. He's mm -hmm. been training through space. He's the mightiest warrior. Vegeta's been working his ass off. He's gonna do it. He did all those Zenkai boosts, and now he's a Super Saiyan. <laughs> but it is not the hard work or the work ethic that gets Goku to a Super Saiyan. It is the loss of his friend. Mm -hmm. It's an it's an emotional attachment that gets him there. And with this, and similarly what we've been, for Vegeta, kind of. And with Gohan's hidden power, we've been told like it always comes out when he's in distress. It always comes out when he ha like has no safety net, when he is in a life or death situation. It's more more when someone else is in distress. Yeah, that's not. He never does Goku it for thinks. himself, except when he's thrown at a mountain. Yeah. That one or time. a tree. Right. <laughs> the narrator's outro says like it always vanished. It couldn't be controlled, and this time it's different. Like he is in control. Very clearly, he is in control. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that Goku had the right idea, but it was sort of similar to the powering up problem that they ran into. Where they were just trying to do the same thing, but it wasn't quite working. They were you trying to I mean? do Super Saiyan 1, but more. Right. With the beefy muscles. Yeah. 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 Goku ran into that same wall, but with Gohan's explosions. <laughs> oh, he was in my like, opinion. trying to get a big explosion. Yeah. Which was okay, not okay. what was actually necessary. But the actual catalyst was 16 meeting Gohan on his level. And actually talking this through with him. Yeah, and I feel like that bird. that's that is the biggest problem that I have with Goku's plan not that like I understand it it is a universal like cataclysmic problem that he's trying to deal with mm -hmm. but I do feel like he probably should should have talked to someone about it yeah <laughs> like he he has kept it all to himself and yeah that, that seems extremely irresponsible because as we saw with him and Piccolo his biggest problem is that Goku really doesn't understand humanity all that well <laughs> so, though it could also be argued if he shared it with anybody, they probably would have stopped it. 
Right. Like, if he told Piccolo, hey, this is what I want to do, I want to throw Goku on against a wall, basically. <laughs> this Piccolo would have said, no, Gohan doesn't deserve that. I think that he should have talked about it with Gohan in the time chamber. <laughs> I agree. They had a year. Mm-hmm. This might happen, Gohan. We might have to resort to this instead of just being a surprise in the moment. Part of it... Here's my thing. Part of why the plan sucks and why he wouldn't have been able to talk with Gohan yeah. about it is that the plan as envisioned by Goku would not have worked had Gohan known about it. Mm-hmm. Because in Goku's experience, the trauma has to be immediate and unsuspected. Yeah. Right, Versus I see what you mean. Versus thinking, I have, I have to do this to save my friends. I have to do this. Um, it's like a problem... The problem with, um, like, if your mind goes blank while you're trying to do something, it's your mind isn't blank. It's all filled up with you thinking, oh, shit, my mind's blank. I can't think of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're busy thinking, oh, no, I have to get real big and beefy so I can beat people, you're putting your strength into that instead of getting big and beefy. Also, yeah, would... the other part of why my answer is no is that basically what you said, Tyler, he could not have envisioned... 16. Without 16 there, I don't think Gohan would have transformed. He would have just watched in horror as his people died. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a combination of his talk with 16 and just the abject cruelty of Zell. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and, like and also, you know, like you said, you know, Goku is going off of his own experience. And Go- not only is Goku's experience singular, but Goku is a very singular person. Like, right. What should not count on anyone, not even in the sense that, like, every person is unique, but, like, what should not count on anyone to react to something the same way that Goku does? That's really interesting you say that. I think think both of those things are true. At least in my experience with my parents, that's a pretty common parenting problem. Yeah, yeah. Is that you expect your kids to be, react to things the way you do. right. That, that's just really Which, again, ties into the expectations that people have of Gohan. Right. But 16 did not. 16 was just being supportive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also someone he doesn't really know, which is, in this case, is, I think is a plus. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's easier to, like, open up to strangers than to people who you're close with already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Matt, I would like to hear your side. Well, so the thing is, I, I don't think Goku, like, you know he doesn't make plans, per se, <laughs> he, yes. he just kind of yes. <laughs> has intentions and focuses those intentions into a direction. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I don't think he talked about it to anybody because I don't, I don't even know if he could. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm, I'm pretty sure he knew Cell would do anything to trigger Gohan's transformation outside of killing Gohan. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure he knew his death would probably be on one of the cards and was okay with that. But he also probably knew nobody else would be okay with that, which is why he didn't tell him. That's actually a very interesting point that he specifically says out loud, like, Gohan's got this hidden power, and Gohan tells Cell also, and that basically makes Gohan indestructible because Cell will not kill him without seeing it. Oh god! So, you know, you know, the difference there is Gohan is eleven, and <laughs> like might not see that consequence. 
And he also says that when he's still trying to reason with Cell and like thinking that saying that will make him stop. Whereas mm-hmm. Goku is A, old enough to probably know better, B, fought enough <laughs> supervillains to know better. I don't know about knowing better. Yeah, but I don't know. We have to be know. careful with how much credit we give Goku. Yeah. <laughs> so but maybe I, if Age doesn't do it, idiot, fighting all. all the people he's fought in Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, he we, we, he we, might we, not we, be we very un- intelligent, but he can learn from experience. O- only someone. <laughs> King Furry is still the only person in this universe who has truly demonstrated that power. <laughs> no, I, I do really like that perspective, Matt. Specifically because I do really like, like writing wise, I do really like what Goku does in in all this. Specifically, as it relates to him understanding Cell, like understanding, you know, what somebody who lives to do nothing but fight would do and how they would react. I, I do like that part of it, but it's based on such a complicated psychological <laughs> edifice. Yeah. I, I I don't know how plausible any of it was. Yeah, I doubt that Goku's self-aware enough to realize that his understanding of Cell stems from that Cell is like him. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he, he got a pretty good understanding of Cell like the first time he met him. Well, that's fair. <laughs> like, that that smirk when he first met, like, yeah, he's got me whooped. The, well, the, like, the he difference, had him figured out. The difference there, I think, is that like, I, I think that Goku sees these things in like purely technical terms like he doesn't really see his own he doesn't see his own absolute dedication to getting better at fighting and you know self-improvement as a positive or a negative it's just something that's true mm-hmm. and he thinks the same in cell and so it's just like okay i know what cell's personality is how can i use that to my advantage it's not like i think i think he thinks cell is evil because he's cruel not because he's like goku i don't know that that's correct or that it's correct for Goku to think I just I think that's how Goku thinks about it <laughs> I uh I also think it's a success just cause like narratively cause like yeah yeah trauma is very bad in real life you don't want trauma mm-hmm. but in fiction trauma is very good for, for <laughs> drama you mean <laughs> yes for dramatic uh, purpose yeah but, but also because trauma builds growth within the character it's a vehicle for change yeah. and <laughs> I know it's it's not fun, but also it's true. Well, the mm-hmm. the fucked up contradictions that you're talking about are what all of my favorite fiction is about explicitly. <laughs> like Pathologic and the really latter parts mm-hmm. of Homestuck are all about what you're talking about and why how weird that is. So yeah, like I'm here for it. Spider Man is not an interesting character without the PTSD he gets from right being responsible for his uncle's death right Mm -hmm. and so it's demonstrated in spider-verse that every spider person has to lose somebody really important etc yeah it's it's a wild thing like you know as somebody who also struggles with the the narrative of disability as a superpower sucks Mm -hmm. but also yes i'm like at my best at working with kids who are scared and anxious and afraid of things just after I've been in like not while I'm in a dark spot but just after I've been in it like supercharge your empathy Mm -hmm. 
so it yeah that relationship between trauma and pain and between ability um is really interesting place to explore and there's a lot of fiction that does especially in superhero fictions like powers and psychic powers as a metaphor for extreme emotions there's a lot of ground to cover there hmm. that i don't know like as has been said i don't know if that's uh what is intended what this episode is intended to delve into but here we are well, there, there is one intent like we know for sure 100 percent, without a doubt this was supposed to be gohan's transition to the state of protagonist yes oh. a torch pass mm-hmm. oh. this is supposed to be goku handing off the role of protector of the earth to gohan gohan was supposed that. to become the main character of dragon ball z after this moment. You yes. say once. <laughs> well, <laughs> just strap in. It's a ride. Okay. Yeah. All right. There's about a hundred more episodes of Dragon Ball Z to get into oh, it. Boy. I don't think it's a spoiler <laughs> to say that Goku is the main character. Well, yeah, Dragon there was some... <laughs> I didn't notice a lot of Gohan in the Broly movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, but... he didn't show up at all. Like, uh-huh. I will cameo, mention... But... Oh, yeah, sorry, I, sorry. there is some stuff related yeah. to that that I kind of wanted to talk about, but I don't know that these episodes are the right place for it. At the end, mm-hmm. the, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it later. I love that that this this show about idiots punching each other <laughs> and screaming and beefing and and that's it. But it's transported us to these greater topics, these, these more powerful. <laughs> Uh, like almost, almost primal concepts. Th- this is like real destructo discourse now. <laughs> this, this is the actual discourse good. from yeah. the destructo well, and, discourse. And like I we said, we promised you when we delivered. Like I said about, like I said a few episodes ago. You know, in the same way that, like, you know, we were just thinking that like people don't dislike Frozen, they dislike the marketing. Like, I don't, mm. I don't really think that Dragon Ball Z is about idiot screaming. It's just what the, it was, yeah. this is, it's just the reputation it has. There's what you see on the surface yeah, level, it's what people and think there's it's what lies beneath. Right, right. Dragon Ball is a glacier. Yeah. <laughs> In the same way that, you know... Oh, fuck, e- isn't even... that one of the lines from the, the opening song? <laughs> that if there's, like, a dinosaur in a glacier, I want to teach it to balance on a ball? Oh yeah! <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> uh, I have one last note for this episode. Yes, it is Cell's face. Oh, <laughs> the, yeah. the facial expression on Cell when he turns and sees what the fuck is happening to Gohan. I done fucked <laughs> up. It is yeah. It is not a face of fear or surprise, <laughs> but it is it is a face that communicates. What am I looking at? <laughs> it's a face that goes oh utter it's, incomprehension i can't describe it but i feel it deeply like it's <laughs> yeah it's not i done fucked up and it, it, it's not confusion it's like an awareness that something things are happening <laughs> it's like witnessing the divine like, oh this is a <laughs> yes this sun, is a thing. Sun, sun go, we're back to Sun Goku. <laughs> <laughs> sun Goku. Oh, no, oh, no. The Father, the Son, and the Holy God. God damn it. No. <laughs> I, I also have one final mm. note for, for this episode, mm-hmm. uh, which is that we cannot understate the other part, the other, other piece of importance to what 16 has done 
-hmm. he offered himself as a sacrifice to make mm -hmm. this happen. Mm -hmm. And by making his final act one of such selflessness, he denied the devil his prize. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Scratch cannot claim the next He puppet. is truly beyond Scratch's reach now. Oh. <laughs> now I get oh your joke. <laughs> and this is so good, because I, I think this this also works with, with um, Hail Satan a bit. I, I felt the need to touch on this, since I missed the entirety of your whole Hail Satan fun. Mm -hmm. uh, um, we need to give credit to Hercule here. Oh, sure. yeah. It was 16 mm -hmm. that spoke to Gohan. But that never would have happened mm -hmm. had Hercule not summoned the courage to get out there and make that happen. <laughs> From the sidelines, not thanked, not even acknowledged by any of the Z fighters. I'm not even sure they're aware he's there. He's a true champion. And not knowing why he was doing it either. Like, basically right, just right, because right. 16 asked him to and, asked, and I told him to trust him. And Hercule ran out there, and he tossed the head. It didn't have to be perfect. It was good enough. That's all that mattered. He tossed the head in. Everything Everything that happens now, thank you, Hercule. Thank you. Thank you, you Satan. He followed the call and to adventure, and that's the first God. step on the hero's journey. This, exactly. is such a proper, exactly. this is such a proper exit for Hail Satan because, because Mark's bird powers have transferred to Gohan. <gasps> we saw the yes! bird spirit enter Gohan. The birds <laughs> <laughs> That's the bird. That's why the bird was there. Oh. It was it was Mark's yes! power transferring, and that is yes! why Hail Satan must end. He has been here as a catalyst to transfer the power this whole time. Fifty episodes later. <laughs> It pays off. I finally. I can't. <laughs> I'm crying. I can't. You know what's, what's great is the first time y'all brought up the bird powers. I remember thinking, this is a bit much. <laughs> no, no, it works. <laughs> this is a bit out of like. Hercule's I was 100% on board. Oh Hercule, <laughs> Hercule, Hercule made us rise to the challenge, Matt. <laughs> That's how inspiring yes, he did. is. I was so proud. We could not ask for a better world champion. The only other note I wanted to have for this episode is a quick shout out to the very bomb-ass song that is playing during Gohan's transformation, which... Mm -hmm. uh, You've been listening to it this whole time. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the full title of which is uh, Unme no Hi, Tamashi Tai Tamashi, or Day of Destiny, Spirit versus Spirit, Soul versus Soul. Oh, <laughs> oh God, I just scrolled down in my notes and realized I do have one final thing for this episode. <laughs> which is that the sub DLC. which is that the this episode is never gonna no. end. <laughs> which yeah, good luck editing this, Tyler. Um, <laughs> which is that the uh, the subtitles fuck up, um, and uh, uh, as Gohan begins his transformation and starts screaming, the fucking sub subtitle effect is Goku screams. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's a bit on the nose. Yeah, I noticed that. Episode 185 <laughs> of hit anime Dragon Ball Z is called Awakening. Oh. The Japanese title roughly translates <laughs> to Devastating True Power, The Cells Jr. Pulverized. I fucking hate the way this episode starts. Me too. Oh my god. Yes! Because the recap changes oh the audio of 16's final plea to be much worse. <laughs>
we time warp to before the transformation to just rip all of the impact out of it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We're just yeah, going to skip over this because it sucks. If you're watching. I intend to. Let's skip to the part where Hercule and his crew are blown away and the ZZTV feed cuts out. There we go. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Good. So there is a dust cloud of Gohan stepping out, now mm-hmm. transformed. In the cloud, though, very intentionally Goku-shaped silhouette, I noted. Oh, I didn't oh. catch that. Very broad shoulders and very Goku-shaped hair. <laughs> Gohan promises to never forgive Cell for what he's done and menacingly steps forward, and I think that's the last time he speaks this episode. Yep. Yes. So the next time he speaks is the next episode. Cell so hit I the fuck it. him up Gohan button, and it stuck. <laughs> yes, he broke it. He jammed the button. Uh-oh. <laughs> and now we're stuck here. Gohan snatches the Zenzu beans back from Cell to show that he is fast now. I think he did it just to snatch the Zenzu beans. Well, yeah, but we always start... Whenever somebody has a new power, they show it off by being very fast. Yeah. Uh, True. The show shows it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's for us. Uh, I do like this, though. Gohan's warping around. Mm-hmm. Like, this is actually a really good way to show speed because the camera cuts are really disorienting also. Yeah. Like, he warps over to one of the Cell Juniors. Uh, he decapitates it in a single chop. And uh, he takes... Kr- or well, Two of them take Krillin hostage. <laughs> and he ends up blowing one of them up. Mm-hmm. And he rescues Krillin, drops him off, warps back, and kicks the little creep in half. <laughs> can I say how brutal and visceral these executions are on the cell on the cells junior? Mm-hmm. It, it's disturbing. Yeah, they uh, crumble like clay they did dolls. Not there are no back. cells left yeah. to regenerate. No. <laughs> it is more disturbing in the manga because there's gore. Oh, oh really? Really? Yeah. 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 Wow. Like, wow. So we like, found something wow. they weren't willing to show. Yeah. Wow. Damn. I remember Yikes. it being very visceral, and I had to double check because in the manga, yeah, it's it's frightening what is happening. <laughs> yeah. I was already off-put by just how it was depicted in the show. Yeah. I do not want to see I the manga I can understand scene. them wanting to make that censor move because these are childoid shapes yeah. in right. a way. Yes. They are mm. newborns. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, they are literally babies. Cell's not much better. He's like just like a toddler really. I do think that the the color swap when Gohan punches, how the color drains is really effective mm. at achieving I don't know if it's a similar effect because I haven't read that far in the manga. Um mm-hmm. but it, it is maybe not so far as There's upsetting. a finality to it. Yeah, and it's and there's there is a violence to it that isn't necessarily cool, but it is destructive. Um and, and mm-hmm. I think a similar effect was used with Frieza. At at least one hmm. point, um, so that's that recollection is is also scary in a really interesting way. Uh, I also make note that this whole sequence is mi- uh, made all the more intense by the fact that when we get to the commercial break, we see Gohan's smiling baby face, <gasps> and oh, oh hey, remember that kid? That's yeah. so jarring. now he has to be this. Yeah, the 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 ad breaks. These episodes are simultaneously the most inappropriate yet, and the only time they've been truly appropriate in the whole show. I feel like it could have been so much better if they still did the exact same commercial break, like stinger cut thing, whatever, but just no music. Just oh like god, that, uh, that would have been fucking horrifying. Oh. 
Yeah. Like when like, Full Metal Alchemist, when they don't say Full Metal Alchemist, and it's totally <laughs> quiet, and you know some shit just went down. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're looking at the innocent face of Gohan for that little <laughs> stinker thing, but no music playing. Like, oh, they want me to be unsettled right now. I got it. Mm-hmm. There, there's a moment we kind of glossed over that makes that extra poignant. Where the the two cells junior have Krillin hostage, and Gohan just kind of puts out his hand and makes like a beam, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and he just kind of slowly lowers it towards Krillin, <laughs> and that's when uh. the the cell juniors fuck off in fear. But for yep. like a split second, I genuinely thought he was just gonna go through Krillin. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, he's and, got and the, the c- Sinzu's in hand, so the cell the cell junior extends his. It, it's fingernails. Yeah. Can Cell do that? Maybe. Probably. Yeah, probably at this point. Chi-Chi and Ox King are arguing over I whether or not this. the fate of the Earth should rest on Gohan. I love this so much. I do. Please tell Ox me King. your Chi-Chi notes. Okay. Ox First, Christ. I want to call out Goku for literally saying, told you so. <laughs> Shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> Goku? <laughs> Time and a place, bud. <laughs> God damn it. God. Um, okay, wow. so... While he's bleeding out. I didn't write anything down about the English, Chi-Chi's Eel English dialogue, but I think mm-hmm. I hated it because after I wrote uh, <laughs> in my notes for Goku to shut the fuck up, I wrote, Chi-Chi and Ox King also need to STFU. Uh, and then <laughs> the next note is, never forget Chi-Chi's strength. Um, never. As she throws the TV around the room. The TV Love and it. then breaks the house and then kicks Ox King, who's a big man and a martial arts <laughs> boy, through the door. The Japanese is more interesting, and I only got disappointed at the very end of the scene. Because in the Japanese, Chi-Chi gets mad at Ox King uh, for talking about Gohan fighting magnificently, which is much more relatable. Um, right. Like, yo, Grandpa, this is not a good thing happening to this boy. <laughs> we know this to be true, and I like to think Chi-Chi does also. And in English, she sounds uh, like a little delusional. She's still on the, oh, my baby boy is fighting with his fists. <laughs> um, his punk her fists? <laughs> so the Japanese, uh, the, what Ox King says, it comes off as very mansplainy not to use like a buzzword but <laughs> he's he's explaining it's he's oh doing gosh. that and projecting his own desire for glory and living vicariously through uh what did i oh through his grandson um oh he totally is he totally is because yeah. that word magnificently comes back here's what he says uh, gohan surpassed goku and has become a magnificent there's that word again warrior <laughs> who is defending the earth your husband and son are fighting for peace in this world for everyone. Why can't you understand that? For uh, my part, I'd want to be probably. fighting too. But right now, Gohan's the only one who can defeat Cell. And I thought he was done because he started patting her. And then I said, oh shit, he's not done. Because <laughs> he says next, okay, understand, would you? Just be quiet and pray for Gohan's safety. <laughs> Which is, mm-hmm. like, holy shit. Mm. That's when we cut to that, like, uh, shot of her behind Chi-Chi. her face. The best Chi-Chi line ever. Because her face is turned away from us as if we are maybe to assume that she's, like, crying or in sorrow or something. Mm-hmm. No. Oh <laughs> That's not God. what happens. 
that's all there is? Chi-Chi's like, are you finished? That's all you have to say? <laughs> and then she throws everything within reach, which is the correct response. And then she comes to the door and says, what's so magnificent about Gohan now that he's gone delinquent? Yeah, and, and it's all very much like punkers. I wanted him to be a scholar. We were doing so um, well. She was so close to like a dulce decorum is. I, I don't know how to pronounce the Latin. She was so close to that kind of argument, but I I wanna I wanna say I wanna save her. I wanna have a I I wanna put something in here. I think she's saying one thing, but definitely meaning another because one of the lines in the English that really got me is. You think I don't know my own son? Amen. <laughs> mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. she under, she understands that this bullshit involved. You know, she knew what she was signing up for to some extent when she married Son Goku. Mm-hmm. She knew that a little bit of this nonsense would rub off on the next generation of Sons, especially if they had magic martial arts powers. <laughs> She's just really frustrated that that's the case. And also, which like, is valid. He, Gohan. Spoilers. She also concludes. He becomes a a scholar, right? Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. that's the thing that he does want to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he he doesn't want to do this. Right, and Piccolo says He doesn't want to be the warrior. Yeah. I like that she concludes with, let someone else save the world. Yeah, let somebody else do these fights. Uh, This this episode is long enough as it is, so, like, (laughs) I I may have to save my my own chi-chi thoughts on... For another time in, in their mm-hmm. totality but like I, I disagree almost completely with all of this and I and I thought Ox King I mean not to a certain extent he goes overboard but I thought he was the only person I, 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 I thought it was amazing that it took him this long to talk reason about this like <laughs> that's fair well no i don't think it's fair because you obviously don't think it's fair you feel very strongly about this i do um, but a lot of it like if i took my own okay you can't take your own feelings out of things um but it <laughs> a lot of this is me wanting like one of the few other lady characters to be a not just a narrative punching bag yeah no i i so get that Chi-Chi as yeah. written is awful yeah. And a lot of this is, like, just grasping at any straw on the side of the mountain. Like, please let her be a fleshed-out well, character. Let her be Well, but that's that's the thing, though. Something. Like, I, I think she is a fleshed-out character. And that fleshed-out character is, like, a really bad person. In a way that is, <laughs> like, really offensive to me personally. Like... When she when she said, "You think I don't know my own son?" I I thought, "No, I don't think you know him one one bit." Yeah, neither of them. Because I yeah, I, and I think that's also intentional. I think hmm. none of his parents understand him, and that's one of the reasons none of his parental figures really understand him. And that's one of the reasons that what happens with sixteen is so powerful that he's finally that met someone, someone he doesn't fucking someone know who at all, understands. who <laughs> does understand him in some small way like i I agree agree with you completely about ox king projecting onto him i hadn't thought of it i actually had not thought of it in that context but you're totally right and Um, she's absolutely projecting onto him also of of her like wanting to the very the very specific way that she does it with the obsession with education and with you know living right is like and wanting so offensive to me she was Mm. the which is also kid you know, ridiculous. Like she, she should embrace that the same way. And it would be a much better show if she did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like, I, I, I get what you're saying, but I can't follow you. 
because it's I don't I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like the way that she that she behaves towards him. It's a long way away, but I think one of the things that I really appreciate about Super is that they both just kind of start leaving him alone. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the reasons I don't mind Goku all that much, because he's mostly just not fucking around. My only note for this scene uh, isn't even about Chi-Chi. I'm not defending Ox King in any way. He just says, he expresses that he wishes he were there mm-hmm. facing Cell instead of Gohan, and so do I. <laughs> I would love to see that. I want Hawks King versus Cell so that much. Good. That'd be yeah. pretty great. I'm also, I feel like Satan that's a relatable feeling in this fucking world. Like, you know, we we sympathize with Yamcha and Tien for it all the time. Like, wanting to not rely yeah. on some all-powerful superhuman to decide mm-hmm. your fate. Like, <laughs> No one likes to feel that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back at the fight, Gohan does a cool kung fu movie thing where he throws the Zenzu bead bag in the air. And oh, then he man. punches, <laughs> he, he beats up four of the Cell Juniors, and then he, he catches the beanbag before it lands. It would have been way less cool if Gohan didn't catch the beanbag. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it just fell a few inches to the left and he had to go walk over. Gohan styling on these kids. It's yeah. so yeah. awkward. And then I just wrote down, poor Vegeta. Bag, catch it. <laughs> oh, man. Trunks notes that Gohan hasn't even warmed up yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you think? He said the thing. <laughs> he literally says, it's like he's just getting warmed up. Speaking of running jokes on this podcast, there's a yes. Destructo <laughs> disc. Hooray! Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad now. I was here for a Destructo disc. <laughs> they do a Destructo disc. And we get, they do we a get all the hits. We get Kamehameha. <laughs> we get Special Beam Cannon. We get Tri-Beam. Oh, yeah. It, that's... Now that's what I call beams. It's all the hits. <laughs> God, it was good. Oh, it, With their stupid, squeaky little it, voices. I hated it. It is it all so of them, good. and Gohan does not give a shit about any of them. Slap, yeah. slap, reflect, gone, don't care. Bye. She doesn't even blink. Gohan does the coolest beam scramble in the whole show because he doesn't even fucking move. <laughs> he, he just stands there and beams come off of him. Uh, <laughs> he wills it. He looked at a place where a beam scramble was not, and and he said, (laughs) no. Let there be scrambles. When they're all gone, when when the Cell Juniors are are deleted, Cell actually expresses... He's actually pretty upset about it. He's upset. Like, like my precious children, he's so upset about this. My precious children, who I just decided to, to poop out of my tail two minutes ago. He spent so much time working on their stats... You've made such a mess. <laughs> Gohan gives the Zenzu beans to Trunks. He tells him to pass them out to everybody. Uh, he says, pass these around, Trunks. <laughs> Trunks. There, there is My some friend. effect to that voice. There's some Texas in there. <laughs> I absolutely love how much Trunks is fangirling over Gohan. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, you know he is. My master. You know he is. Oh, he's so cool. The last note I have for this episode is that Gohan approaches Cell once more, now with no other roadblocks in the way. Nope. This entire episode was just about kind of, you know, cleaning yep. up the battlefield and all those extra loose ends that Cell was trying to get to push Gohan. It's just like, he got a surprise round. On. Yeah. A, su- a very effective surprise. He got round. Well, hey, listen, Punch Idiots had it correct. In this show, yes, around thank you. is an episode. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very he got, much. He got a surprise episode. 
Any other notes for 185? My final note is that uh, nobody heard Goku the first time he said, told you so. Um, so when Piccolo is sort of hoisting Go- Goku up on his shoulder, um, Goku says again, didn't I tell you so? <laughs> and Piccolo, I, I forget what exactly his face is, but it is it is the face It's a you grumble make face. When you like could acknowledge something, but you just decide to not care about it. Uh, he's just worried about Gohan, and I appreciate I really don't appreciate that Goku is trying to, like, take credit like this. Yeah, God. Like, that he makes it a point. Like, he wants people to recognize, told you so. Look, like, here's the end to justify my This isn't your thing needs. anymore. This is Gohan's thing now. This is Goku, just like Tien going, I can't now, believe Cell's using my attack. <laughs> I'm the one that killed Kakarot, because I blew up Frieza's well, ship. <laughs> it's also like the... Next two episodes of Hercules' dialogue, which is just him saying, "Someone pay attention to me." He literally says that. He I did it. <laughs> he this has is more of me. than Goku. He does. Uh, episode one eighty six. The English yes. title is "The Unstoppable Gohan." Pay close attention to this Japanese title. It is. It is importante. It mm-hmm. translates roughly to "Cell gets KO'd just <laughs> two super iron fisted blows." The hard punches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get that 2H. Yeah, he hit heavy. <laughs> uh, Trunks disseminates the beans to everybody. I was surprised that he was powered down, <laughs> but I really appreciate it because his hair was really cutely animated. <laughs> he... And Trunks does ask Krillin if he's okay. No, Krillin's never okay. <laughs> Have you heard of this, Krillin? It is called a sensu bean. <laughs> <laughs> I will use it to heal you. It lets you draw two additional car- Wait, no. <laughs> There's... <laughs> That's a different thing. Pot of great. Um, uh, pot of beans. <gasps> pot of beans. So powerful. See... Thank God the Z Fighters, the only reason that Z Fighters are al- are alive today is that they're able to chew and swallow while at the brink of death. <laughs> yeah, especially while unconscious. Trunks tells them all that it's time to clear out and just let Gohan do his thing. Smartest person on the field right now. Mm-hmm. Trunks says we should go. <laughs> Gohan is right. way too fast for Cell now. Same old thing that happens anytime someone transforms. Mm-hmm. Yup. Uh, and Gohan is fighting him wordlessly and stone-faced. God, I love it. It's extremely <laughs> strong. Hell yeah. He is here to so get this done. So isn't worth his words. And also, like, it's strong, but also sad, because you know, this is not... This is a face of Gohan that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I feel like it's it's purposeful. We know the cell loves banter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he's yeah. constantly trash talking, and Gohan. He keeps is... trying to also. Yeah, mm-hmm. he keeps trying to, and Gohan's just not giving him what he oh, wants. Oh no, mm-hmm. no, he is not yeah. here to feed the children. He is here to get <laughs> yeah. things done. One of my takeaways for this whole sequence of the story, like from this to the conclusion. Is mm-hmm. that as cool as all of it is, it's not Gohan. Right. Yeah. It is very evident that it isn't. Yeah. It is such a contrast to how he normally is. Part of Goku's grand plan, and the reason that he fought Cell first, was to give Gohan a sense of how Cell fought. Or that is Piccolo's theory, anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Goku And Goku's and not telling. In response to that. <laughs> Maybe he had a plan? Maybe. Who's to say? 
uh, somehow in all of the confusion of the last couple episodes, Jimmy has lost his mic. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) The ultimate tragedy here. But he is still being the consummate professional that he was born to be. (laughs) He is going to yell into his damn fist. He has deep respect (laughs) for journalistic professionalism. Lionel talks yeah, like I a love, puppet. I love that. <laughs> I remember being so annoyed by Jimmy as, as a kid. Just the, like, who is this? Who is this reporter? I don't. I want to see fighting. I don't want this guy. But now, like as an adult, going back, like I respect him so much. <laughs> He's so dedicated. Mm-hmm. That's Jimmy Firecracker for ya. Uh, with no more visual feed of the fight, the audience who are watching in that city have no choice but to just sit and speculate amongst each other <laughs> about what is going on. They have this... wonderful designs. They're yeah. so cute. They're very good. I love this buff lady with a bowl cut who looks like Kristen Wiig. <laughs> <laughs> She's, she is Holy a bodybuilder or possibly a mimic masquerading as a person. I'm not sure. <laughs> in the middle of the fight, Gohan rescues Jimmy and all of his friends, puts him out of, out of danger, still wordless and still stone-faced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's still clearing the side objectives before he focuses on the actual <laughs> right. boss fight. And I respect that Gotta so get much. the ads out of the way. He's yeah. protecting the life he cherishes. Mm, yes. He's protecting Poroshki's meaty ass, which this fight takes place <laughs> around, apparently. Yeah. As he's cowering really, in the ground. Really features that for like a solid a minute. A bit. It's like a, it's a full Yajirobe moment, really. <laughs> Vegeta is establishing a new grudge. No, Vegeta. Because now even Goku's kid is better than him. Uh, Vegeta's processing a lot today. Oh, yeah. This is his lowest low. He begrudgingly accepts a bean from his son. Curse you, vile bean. Cell shouts at Gohan, Why do my punches always miss you? Why is Cell reenacting what I say during DBFZ? Uh, he lets out an enormous explosion of energy in point-blank range of Gohan, like they're fucking pressed up against each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does nothing. Cell tries to strike up some banter, and Gohan tells him, can it? Can it? Yeah. In Japanese, he says, I'll defeat you, all right. <laughs> English better here, please. So oh, yeah. good. If this is not nightmare to you versus <laughs> yeah. Frieza, no. Can it, Cell? Just, just shut up. Cell says that he's going to start fighting at 100%. Oh boy. It's about time. <laughs> he does what every corner DBZ villain does in this situation. He's just like, it's my final farm, but beefier. Frieza's Cell told him to do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not uh-huh. actually left-handed. Oh. I accept this. <laughs> he begins powering up in a magnificent fashion. The, the entire earth is quaking. It's really good. The music is really appropriate here. Just everyone looking on in in the city, looking at that big broadcasting uh, uh, display, that big monitor. Just the 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 whole world is shaking, and it's just a close up on the uh, the technical difficulties. One moment, please, screen. One moment. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> yeah. He concludes the power up, and he asks Gohan if he's impressed. No. Gohan is not. <laughs> is that all? <laughs> Are you finished? <laughs> Amazing. Well, now, now I know where Gohan gets it from. Cell, uh-huh. Cell punches Gohan square in the face. Gohan is still not impressed. Gohan responds by punching Cell directly in the stomach, which staggers him backwards. I and fucking one. love this. 
<laughs> you guys, I love this so much because I'm so tired of things in this show where someone powers up and, oh, they're so fast now. And then the other person powers up and, oh, they turn the tides. No. Like, he gets so big and beefy and it doesn't matter at all. It's the best. It's great. <laughs> and it's it's been such a change of pace with the punches because the, the Cells Jr. felt so different from the normal punches. And this also felt different because usually those body blows that you would expect to hurt a lot are just like, mm-hmm. oh, whatever. You saw the outline of the fist on my back, but I'm fine. <laughs> through, through my yeah. spine. Um, this, and this, this like, paints such a picture for the comparison. He, he has suffered internal damage. This is one and done. He's done. Two and done. (laughs) Two and done. Because he hits him again in the chin and sends him flying backwards. (laughs) Yeah. Now, yeah, I... I, So that's what this Japanese title, like, threw me for a loop. And I was like, just two punches? Okay. And it was just two punches in this whole episode. (laughs) One to liquefy your organs, one to give you a mild concussion. And you're done. (laughs) Cell says something here that I really appreciated. It's the, it's actually my final note, mm-hmm. uh, which is he remarks about the damage he just took from yeah. Gohan. He says, "Why am I so damaged?" Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I. That's and the that, sound that's I make if I get up, yeah. I if I get up too fast, I'm just like, "Oh God, why am I so damaged? Why am I so damaged?" <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I think that's very introspective of him. Cell can barely stand at this point, like is buckling backwards and is spitting up juices. Yeah, it, I was. It's like, not blood. Yeah, it's, it's juices. It's juices. <laughs> it's either green blood or he's had too much sport drink. We've seen Cell's blood. His blood ain't green. His blood is yeah. purple. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's what I put in my notes. I was like, why is that? Why is that green? Cell bleeds purple. And then I realized, oh, that ain't blood. <laughs> that's yeah. That's those inside tail juices. Uh, he, <gasps> he, that he is just the tail can't stop juice. Being oh gross. no! Keep that in mind, kids at home. <laughs> this will become <laughs> important. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Any other notes for one eighty six? This is a good. Oh, show. I do. I do. I have. I have one big one, and I, I was gonna wait for this when you ask for any further notes. Uh, it is my longest note. <laughs> I'm sorry. This this struck out to me. I had an epiphany. I was literally on the edge of my seat when I realized this. Say it on us. And this, this was uh, actually pointed out by my partner, too. I would have missed this otherwise. Uh, Gohan stares unblinking into a storm of stone debris when Cell is powering up. Vegeta does as well. Tien and Yamcha close their eyes... <laughs> Krillin is going out of his way to shield his eyes so that he can watch with one eye open. Does a strong aura vaporize debris? Because only the strongest characters are able to actually huh. to keep see their eyes open. The stones—they're the only ones who can keep That's their right, eyes open. That's right. Because in previous I episodes, say, yeah. I noticed, but I didn't like mention on the podcast that all the characters were staring unblinking into clouds of debris, and now as things That's are powered true. up. The weaker ones are, are closing their eyes. I think it may be the case that once your power level reaches a certain point, you just unlock this as a passive effect. I, I <laughs> think got that, Super Saiyan tear ducts. I think that um, in Hunter Hunter, the answer has to be yes, but like textually. Ryan, I think there is something in the future that supports this as well. Really? Without naming names or spoiling anything, there's a character that learns to fly 
Yes. Who cannot keep their eyes open when they first yes. learn. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I, I and thought it, about bringing that up, it but is, I didn't want to spoil things. It is remarked upon by the other characters about how you'll get used to it hmm. as you as you learn how to control the key. Yeah. When you get the full body key shield. So yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> and your partner as well. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, I have a final note. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dragon Ball Z manga, uh, Shonen Jump likes to do this thing where they do like, who is your favorite character? Vote now. Mm-hmm. They do like a character popularity poll. Uh, Dragon Ball Z has done three of them. Uh, two of the times was obviously Goku with a winner. Uh, the only time he didn't win was the one during this this whole spiel, mm-hmm. and Gohan was the one who was voting number one. Really? Wow. Gohan truly surpassed his father. <laughs> Even in the, the eyes of the fans. In the hearts of millions. <laughs> and Gohan, Goku got pushed down to number two. We should briefly hail Marin. I have a very short Marin minute, yeah. Yeah. It's, I know exactly. Maybe I keep Marin saying Hail Marin. Hail Marin. <laughs> Does anybody have a preference? <laughs> I think we changed what it's called every session at this point. It was Marin Minute, but the past two times I've said Hail Marin. Uh, I, I prefer Hail Marin because it could be like part of a series. Like Maybe when you guys are done with Marin, you go hail someone else. <laughs> we'll pick another side character yeah. to hail focus Beerus. on. Also, I just like... <laughs> I like the visual image Hell Marin gives me of Marin just taking a shot. <laughs> I, okay, yep, you've won me over. <laughs> um, yeah, she's a queen bee if ever there was one. So mm-hmm. the camera doesn't open on Marin in the other world. Um, it opens on King Yama in his office. Mm-hmm. He's doing yeah, he's doing his thing of uh, doing paperwork and stamping stuff and uh, sending ghosts on paths. I don't actually know what he does, um, <laughs> but he hears a noise from his drawer, and he opens it, and there's a a tiny little person in there crying. She Marin's in there. She's got like a tub of chocolate ice cream. And um, a bottle oh. of wine, and oh, she's just having a time. We've all been. <laughs> and King Yama, he seems like a, a hunko to me. Um, <laughs> oh yes, sure. so he's instantly like, "Oh, are are you okay? What's here? Come come get on my desk. Have a seat on this on this paperweight. Uh, would you like a Would you like a?" Crumb of croissant. They make them very big for me. <laughs> this, this paperweight conveniently shaped like a rocking horse. <laughs> oh yes, good. Oh good. Um, so she does. She she sits there and she takes the crumb of croissant and like <laughs> t- takes like a little bit of like a, a a dribble of jelly and puts it on it to eat it. So he's like, "What's uh, what's going on?" You okay? What? You look like you have seen some shit. <laughs> I, it's been hell. Speaking professionally, <laughs> Lord of Otherworld, you've seen some shit. <laughs> A lot of people who would know. seen some shit come through here. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't want to talk about it. She just 
since it's just been a lot and I made some new friends and then they got kidnapped and I went after them and I made some new friends and then they had another friend who was really awful and it was dumb <laughs> and stupid and I hated it and so I'm here and I'm gonna go be alone and I- <laughs> Oh, these honkos keep after me. I just need a place to just be by myself for a minute. Uh, he's like, well, th I mean, there's like, there's like ghosts in everything. There's like a billion ghosts. Um, <laughs> he gives her directions. Um, she takes an Oni Uber to <laughs> Kami's tower, uh, Corin's tower. Mm. Um, and, and he gives her like a little sealed note, uh, that she hands to Mr. Popo. And Dende tries to talk to her and be like, hello! Uh, and she just like... She just still has the bottle of wine and she just takes a swig from it. It's like, uh. <laughs> um, and the, the letter was uh, for Mr. Popo to like, let her have a minute in the hyperbolic time chamber so she can just like- Yes, that's what I hoped you were going yes! to do! I just said be alone! I was like, there, well, there's one place she can go to guarantee being free of any hunkos. And yeah, so she just goes in there. She, um has an iPod that she won from a uh, time-traveling Oni, probably. I don't know. Yes, um, yeah, sure. And she just has a playlist, and she just listens to, like, some Robin and... I love this. Uh, just... Got hits that haven't even come out yet. Yeah, rocks out. <laughs> does Does she train? She listens to her music and dances. That is true. Yeah. I had to say, for Marin. She trains She, she trains her spirit. She, jur she does her some heart. journaling. Maybe she paints a little bit. Or she just like, Good. I don't know, maybe she pokes her head out and is like, yo, kid, can you get me some, like, magazines? And she makes some, like, vision boards. <laughs> this is just like, a, this is training your soul. This is, this is Zenkai boosting your spirit. You need, you need that time to just reflect and to just, just decompress. The hyperbolic self-care chair. <laughs> I would love one of those. <laughs> I everyone needs one of those. She takes she just has... a chamber when you can just sleep in every day. See, the problem is everybody remembers that it's the room of time, but they don't think that it's the room of spirit. That's right. Yeah. And the great everyone thing forgets. with the gravity is you take one of those beds, like, just off of the the step, and instantly any blanket on it is a weighted blanket. Oh, so nice. she's going to get some good oh. snuggly sleep. Oh, that's strong. So that's that's where we'll leave her for now. All right. I a love room it. of self-care. I'm, so I'm here for it. You did. It was so good. I'm so glad I was here for this. Uh, Jason. Yes. Hit us with that four-star reading. Oh, you know it. It is <sighs> time. It is Yay. time to go in. Um, for those of you uninitiated, what we like to do at the end of each episode is we like to take the birthdays of various uh, various DBZ characters, derive from them their their zodiac sign, and flip over to the horoscope section and read off. Uh, something uh, for them and in this instance we have someone who actually has a canonical birthday it occurs on may 18th and it is gohan's birthday yes get out of town uh-huh yes! oddly enough i i felt the need to find look up something for the most important character in this uh in this in this whole uh series of you know episodes so sue me <laughs> gohan your favorite taurus and mine here is your reading Smile at the world today. Be thankful for the things you have and the people in your life. Amplify this warm feeling inside and spread this energy to others. 
this is a very expansive time for you today in which you can accomplish anything you set your mind to. Radiate your true nature through every cell in your body and watch oh as the world God. smiles back. No. God fucking God. damn it. <laughs> Could have said every fiber of your being? No, every cell every of your body. <laughs> so perfect. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. I appreciate everyone who tunes in every week. This might have been a jumbo episode. Oh, it's a big one. It's a chunky boy. We've I'm looking at my recording and I'm wondering how much reason. I can actually chop out. Oh lord, he coming. <laughs> oh lord, this podcast coming. <laughs> well, if there was ever one to do it for. Yeah, this is one. Yeah. Oh yeah. This yeah. one. You, we got him in with the Destructo, and now we're taking him to the Discourse. <laughs> yeah, this is what you've been waiting got for. Got him. Dave, where can our friends find you on the internet? Oh, I'm at uh, Scythe, P-S-Y-T-H-E-N, Archive of Our Own. Hopefully something's coming out soon there. And Matt? Hey, uh, check out my Twitter. It's uh, Monumentous Matt. Uh, you can also look me up on the various other social medias under Define Prog. Or find my heavy metal rock and roll band, Null in Void. Uh, we just made a YouTube. Nice. Nice. You can find us there. Check that out. Aaron? I don't do much on the internet, but if you happen to be in or around Dayton, Ohio, you can come to the Black Box Improv Theater. We have shows every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and I perform with a group on Thursday nights. Jason? Yes. Well, you can find me on uh, Twitter, you can find me on Twitch.tv, and you can find me on Instagram, and the name for all three is the same, and that's Jcabs, J-A-Y-C-A-L-V-E-S. And Ryan, what would you like to plug? You can find me, uh, my Twitter handle is at Ryan Blake Hall, my name, uh, and that's R-Y-A-N, Ryan, and uh, I post... Uh, like microfiction, messages of positivity, just fun, nerdy stuff, and alerts for my Twitch stream, which I stream regularly every weekday. I do Monday through Friday from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern. Uh, on Mondays, I play a game I'll talk about in just a second, but on Tuesdays through Fridays, I stream the Storytime Corner, where I read. Uh, audio books live, basically. It's a live audiobook experience where I read you stories, classic literature in the public domain. I do voice acting. It's always a blind read. It's a lot of fun. Hot damn! You do like themed months also, right? I do. In May, we did May Levelance and we did all like Lovecraftian stuff. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was so good. Fridays, we do folklore now for like a Friday folklore thing. Right now, right. As this, as we're recording this, so it won't be true when this airs. <laughs> I'm reading Alice in Wonderland, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, and it's been a hoot. I have loved it. But what do you do on Mondays? So, shout out to the community for Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms, a Dungeons and Dragons video game, huh. because I am one of the very few moderators in that community. Uh, on Mondays, I have a partnered community stream with Codename Entertainment, who stream Idol Champions. I get chess codes to give away and the whole shebang, so tune in for that if you're interested in getting free stuff and playing a D&D video game and learning about it, because I'm really darn good at that game. <laughs> Hell yeah. And once again, what is your Twitch uh, channel called? Uh, yes, thank you. My Twitch channel is 
Storyteller Mars. So Twitch TV, twitch.tv slash Storyteller Mars. Thank you. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to contact this show directly, there's a couple ways to do so. We are on Twitter at Destructo underscore disc D-I-S-C. Our pinned tweet is an invitation to join our Discord channel for talking in the spoiler section about the future of the show and also other series like GT and Super. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also have an art section where you can post fan art or fan fiction, either your own or just stuff that you have found around the internet. Uh, And we also have a game zone where we talk about video games and the like. So come join us there. Uh, We also have a Gmail account, which is destructodiscourse at gmail.com. And if you'd be so kind, please give this podcast a rating and a review on your podcast service of choice. And when you give it a rating, make it a four-star rating. This week, more than ever, make it a four-star rating. Oh, he deserves it, the boy. 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 Give him a goddamn Gohan. Give us us the Gohan. That's the grandpa, right? Give us the Gohan. No! <laughs> you know? It is the young we, 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 warrior uh, Gohan. It's the one who said we can it. We don't desire it, but we need it. But we, we need, need it. it. Oh, well, dang. In that case. This has been Destructo Discourse, and I'm just getting warmed up! Oh, <laughs> hell yeah! <laughs>